I don't even listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Supernatural family. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. It's Merry Christmas week, uh, right? It's That's when this is going Merry out. Christmas. Merry Christmas week. <laughs> it's Merry Christmas week. Okay. It's, do you see the abuse I have to put up with people? You're so picky. No, it's Merry, it's Merry Christmas week because we're not changing the schedule because mm-hmm. nobody is listening to podcasts on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We know this. We're aware of this. So it's Merry Christmas week from us here at Idling in the Impala. We hope you're having a good Christmas week. And I've said Christmas times and that's <laughs> weird. So what we thought we'd do um, is we would both rewatch a very supernatural Christmas. We debated rewatching last holiday, but we both still kind of have residual trauma from season 15. So we opted not to do that. Mm. But we we were going to rewatch the official supernatural Christmas episode and make some notes and have a chat about it. And I was not planning to make notes because I say I'm going to make notes and then I don't. And what happened was Sandra came at me with four whole pages of notes. And I was like, shit, I better make notes. I was just going to rewatch it. But we got notes. We got notes, y'all. So just before we actually begin with this, um, small disclaimer, I am quite anti-Christmas, which is weird because I have children. Um, But like a lot of people who have lost a very close loved one, I find Christmas quite difficult. Um, It's quite an emotional time for me. So... I don't want to come across as callous or dismissive about the Christmas episode, but I try not to get in my feels about Christmas because it never ends well. So apologies if I sound cold or not festive or not in the full jolly spirit. I am just in my own way. So going forward, we have two different pages of notes. Sandra wants a table. I have given in and admitted that we probably do need a table. For so this. you improvised and made us a table. <laughs> sharing a screen. I, I made us a little table by doing the very technical thing of opening two tabs at once on my desktop and sharing my screen. And my brain so, just didn't want to do that anymore. I was like, Carly, could you please just share your screen? <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> it's it's been a week, y'all. So a very supernatural Christmas. So I, I suppose. Yeah, so I want to add because you know you made the reference about anti Christmas. I will say that I am also not like I think I was bigger on the holiday. Of course, when I was younger, um, my husband and I don't have kids, so we technically don't have to like go all out and celebrate the holiday. Um, why would you deprive Ted of the lights? Come on now. Well, he's, he can still do that. And he has, he's, he decorates and he does all of those things. But, um, I'm also like you, Carly, in that it's, um, the holiday season in general has always kind of been very, I think up and down for me, um, growing up for lots of different reasons, not necessarily, well, I, I could say the loss of loved ones in a different context of just like not in my life situation. So that there's always been that it's really hard to um, get that like jovial, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit high and low for me. And I know I have other, I have friends that also deal with the holidays. It's, it can be a rough time. So there's usually a lot of like checking in to mm-hmm. see how, 
friends are doing because uh, there's a lot of baggage with the holiday. I actually think for a lot of people in general, but more for more for other people too. So um, I think your experience with it kind of maybe parallels a lot of what actually even happens in the episode between Sam and Dean um, and one wanting to celebrate yes. for a certain reason and one being like, well, no, it doesn't hold the same yes. feelings for me as it does for you. Um, so yeah, we yes. can get into all that, but yeah, I just wanted to make that point clear. Like I'm not a, like, I, I, I don't dress up as Mrs. Claus and like, <laughs> do all that. it's, it's, it's not my thing. Um, my I, husband, yeah. my husband will probably kill me, but he has dressed up as Santa. Oh, but that's, you know, more than once. I mean, he's done it for the kids, right? Or are we talking no, 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 He's going to be like, oh my God. Oh yeah. This is, this is where he reports the channel when we get completely shut down. No, 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 no. For the kids, for the kids. He has, he is, he is super, super in to Christmas, which is weird because, sorry, baby, I can cut this out if you don't like it. His birthday is Christmas day. So you would think he would be like, it's my birthday, I'm not having to take another no Christmas movie, but mm-hmm. he's not. He's so, like, so enthusiastic about Christmas and he loves it. And he loves, like, our tree's been up for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of fucking seeing it. It's driving me insane. Thankfully, it's not in the way this year. Like, mm-hmm. it usually is. We moved it, but still. But he loves it and he loves, like, decorate the house and if i let him he would buy every gross gaudy <laughs> icky christmas decoration you can think of mm-hmm. he would go all out he loves it and he loves like the food um you know and just like he loves to watch christmas movies and like dress up in like christmas gym jams and stuff i bought him the grossest christmas onesie i could find last year and he was so happy it this thing's hideous it's awful i hate it and he loves it and he'll like get it out like at the start of november be like yay christmas onesie Aww, it was inspiration mad. for the fic that you wrote me for dean winchester birthday styles right yeah i think i think the fic was the inspiration for the onesie actually because I, I wrote i wrote dean in just a nice red onesie <laughs> yeah but didn't didn't your husband's onesie come first i think i think discussion about that though like I think you oh, probably yeah. already had it for him, and then we got on the yeah, it topic of it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it might have done. It yeah. might have done. I think no, I do think actually. I was like, I've bought this disgusting Christmas onesie, and you were like, Oh, I like Dean and Jensen in a onesie, <laughs> and it it went from there. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, he just gets he really really gets into the spirit of it. So there's never like, please don't think that my kids are like deprived of a jolly Christmas or anything like that. They're not. He really really gets into it i'm just it's difficult yeah. i don't you know there's an empty space at my table yeah that shouldn't yeah. be there and it's difficult but my my personal favorite part of christmas i love and my my eldest son is starting to deprive me of it now but i love picking the gifts for my kids and then mm. being surprises and being like oh my god they'd love this oh i can't wait to see them open that and then mm-hmm. i'm sure every parent out there and everyone who's ever bought a loved one a gift the moment when you get to sit there and watch them open it and just the joy on the face Mm -hmm. and they're like oh my god i love this is fucking great is so great i love hearing my youngest talk about like how santa's gonna come and you know we always do like it's 
cookies and milk we lay out, but I know that's not traditional British. Mm-hmm. I think traditionally you're supposed to leave a mince pie and sherry out for Santa. Oh. Or Father Christmas, <laughs> as we call it. Um, but we've we've always left cookies and milk because um Santa get him drunk. Like mince pies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't want him driving that that sled all over. I know it's cool. It's cool as long as the reindeer aren't drunk. It's fine. Okay, I think. I yeah, think, I still I think, think he's got something to do with. <laughs> with the I think driving. He might be by a little bit, but yeah, no, we've always left like like a cookie and some milk out for Santa, and a carrot for Rudolph. You know, mm-hmm. and then you you get to like you know you obviously eat the cookie and you sprinkle some crumbs on the plate and you leave a little bit of milk and the kids come down and like oh my god Santa came you know yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I love I love about I I channel all my feelings about Christmas into my kids because I could I could take a leave the day it doesn't bother me yeah. I'm a grown-ass human I don't need presents you know mm-hmm. so I just I put it I put it all into my babies and my oldest boy is now starting to deprive me of the joy of present picking because he keeps he's he gives me lists and then he's like oh am I getting this am I getting that and I'm like ah it's a surprise he's like why don't I get to know you guys know because it makes me that's not the point of a present <laughs> yeah Oh, so yeah, no, I've um, about- yeah, I've got that sort of. Well, so my birthday's in December. So when I was little, I I actually really like. I just loved the whole month in general, like, and I because like my birthday was a couple weeks before, so kind of like extended the whole, the whole feeling of it. So it was like, I didn't mind having a birthday in December, even. Um, I didn't always get the like, oh, you just get one gift, you know, like some people that do that bullshit, which by the way, if somebody has a birthday in December, they get a gift for their birthday. They get a gift for Christmas. Even if their birthday's on Christmas, they get a birthday gift and a Christmas gift, bare minimum. But um, I, I, I did. I loved the holiday. I used to help mom with the decorating. It was, you know, you're little, it's, it's, it's all that festive stuff. And then I think a lot of the reason I just have come to like not really feel it as being a festive time of the year too is because my husband works for UPS and um, this is a hellacious time of year for anybody who does shipping, um, you know, presents, Amazon, uh, it's just your, your Christmas and this is anybody outside of that profession your Christmas, your gifts end up being a sacrifice on the family that has somebody that works at a place like that because they literally don't have those holiday times. Like my husband had Thanksgiving off, but had to go to bed super early to get ready to go to work and, you know, go to the warehouse and start with peak season, which is going to run through, you know, probably into the new year. Um, with gifts and packages and all that stuff. And um, so maybe I've even become more grinchy about it too, because I also don't have, like for my birthday, we can't really do anything on my birthday. Like even if we wanted to like celebrate, there's not a lot of celebrating that can happen because his time is very limited um, because he has to go to sleep early to get up early to do all that stuff. And he's not a driver, but warehouse 
warehouse stuff work is tough around the holidays. So just, you know, I would say be mindful and appreciative of the people that are behind the scenes, making sure your packages get from point A to point Z, even the post office. <laughs> yeah, even actually, <laughs> on the, just on the subject of that, our postal service, the Royal Mail, they've been doing strikes for quite a while now. I'm not 100% sure what they're striking for. Probably money. It's usually money or better working conditions. But they have quite a lot of strikes over the festive period that is going to royally fuck our postal service massively. So just a reminder, if you buy from a business, especially a small business, if you're looking at gifts on Etsy and your shit is running late, it is not the shop's fault. Don't go yell at them. Go, you could go like yell at Royal Mail if you want, but equally, like Sandra says, they work hard. They deserve a living wage. So mm. just ask you a little bit of patience this yeah. holiday season. Yeah. You know, wow, that got a little bit preachy. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, we love to preach. Just since we seem to be sort of like, not reminiscing, but getting into like our Christmas feels a bit before we discuss the episode. Do you have any um, like little Christmas traditions that you do with your family that like have, have stood the test of time over the years? I wish I could say yes, but um, no, not really. Uh, just because we're we're pretty pretty close knit. It's just the three like nuclear. Mm. Um, I know that uh, Ted's family probably they they do the stockings. The stockings are a big deal. Um, like they'll still hang up stockings for us at their house that have our names on it. Oh. Um, and even if we don't go, you know, they'll make a point of like filling them up. And then whenever we get together, you know, it's, they, they give yeah. us the stockings to open, but then we have to give them the stockings back because they have to go back <laughs> up the next year. That's so like, it's that kind of stuff. But, you know, I don't know if, um, I, I think too, I, I've kind of been, I'm not big on gifts anymore either because I'd like, I'd rather have the the moments and the time with the people that I care about. So yeah, it becomes very commercial and yeah. yeah. So no, I can't, I can't say, I can't say I necessarily have one. I'm sure if I had kids, it probably would be something I would pass on that my mom, um, you know, that my mom used to do with me or yeah, yeah. not really, not really. Um, what about you? You, you talking about stockings then reminded me of an old, it's an old Instagram post that Jen put up and it was their stockings on the fireplace. So they mm. were like, obviously, Odette, um, Shep and Tom. And then Jen's one said mom. Like, I would say mom, but it, it said mom with the O. And then Jared said daddy. And I was like, oh, don't do this to me. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to know that much about your private life. Why? Because I don't like that. <laughs> it upsets me. It upsets me. We do... Um, we do stockings in my house, but only for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, Santa fills their stockings and Santa brings them one gift. Mm -hmm. And then we do all the rest of the gifts. And obviously my oldest boy, he gets gifts from his dad's side of the family as well. Okay. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of traditions, I've probably talked about it before that we have cake breakfast. Mm -hmm. But that's not a Christmas tradition. That's a birthday tradition. And obviously my husband's birthday falls on Christmas. And when I was in my 20s, when my kid was like, too, when I started this tradition it was cute I was like oh cake for breakfast how exciting because it was I was only doing it for his birthday I was like it's his birthday he can have cake for breakfast if he wants and now everybody has to have cake for breakfast 
and I'm in my 30s now. I fucking hate it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I think I've definitely said this to you before, Sandra. I think if I didn't have my youngest, this tradition would have died out because my eldest is over it now. He he but he's the one that keeps it going. He's the one that's like, no, we don't have cake for breakfast. He never finishes the fucking cake. We're all there <laughs> choking down cake at 7 a.m. His is back in the fridge. Not a cupcake. But, would a cupcake work? No, it uh, no, it has to be it has to be a slice of birthday cake. Okay. okay. But the the little the baby, the little one. He's picked up on it now as well. So he's like, oh my God, cake for breakfast. Mm. I'm never going to get out of this ever. But you know what? I hate it on the day. I'm like, I'm going to be sick. This is awful. And my husband bakes cakes. He's a great baker, but I defy anybody to enjoy fucking double chocolate cake at 7 a.m. in the morning. That's no. But I think, you know, maybe my kids are going to go and maybe they'll treat themselves to something sweet on their birthday when they've grown up and they're not, you know, they don't, they're not always waking up on their birthday with me. Maybe when they have kids, if they have kids, it'll be a little tradition that they pass down. Yeah. And Um, that's, that's, and those are the, those are the memories that, you know, even, even if in the moment it's not, the memories are, are, are what are are important. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, I guess we always make a toast at dinner and that, that comes from my family um we would always toast you know like cheers just not even like a toast to anybody or Mm -hmm. anything just a toast Mm -hmm. um and that's carried on so I would always I personally always toast to my mum at Christmas at like before before we sit down to eat Mm -hmm. um and then like we'll all do a toast together and that's that's a family tradition that's come um apart from that there probably there probably are others, but nothing nothing that's planned out. The only other thing that could possibly be a tradition is like the seven fishes that we do on Christmas Eve. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's the only thing that Mom is a stickler for. That you know we have a f- you know fish too seafood many fish. dinner. There's well, too many fish. But you know you can you can you could cheat that by like having you know like you could have fish a couple different ways like the same fish but just like you know prepared a little differently and then it's fine like spaghetti with clams or um you know like i don't know my mom does all the stuff so i just like what do you need help with and i just prep but um <laughs> but yeah no you could probably do it a whole bunch of different ways and still you could cheat and you can get seven at least seven dishes for seven fishes yeah. like that kind of thing do yeah. it that way yeah, you know actually Actually, now you've mentioned it, we have a couple of Christmas Eve traditions as well. Um, my husband always reads The Night Before Christmas to the kids. He's okay. read it to my eldest boy since he was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, they go, they, like, they go to bed at different times. Obviously, one of them is going to be 11 and the other one is four. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually he'll get my oldest kid to come and sit in um, with my youngest and he'll read it to them together. But he's, that's a really big thing for him that he always reads them that story on Christmas Eve. Um, he was working a couple of a couple of Christmases ago when when our youngest would have been about, I think he would have been about two maybe. Um, my husband was really upset that he wasn't gonna be able to read to them, and mm. I was like, "Well, just like you know, call call them. You know, it's it's fine. I'll I'll sit with them and I'll turn the pages in the book. Mm. Call them from work." And he literally wrote out the entirety of the story <laughs> on paper 
because he was like, I can't read from my phone and be on the phone at the same time. <laughs> so he he wrote out um, the whole story of, of the night before Christmas and called my kids when it was bedtime to read to them from Aww. work. So that's that's a really big that's a really big thing for him, and I think it's I think it's super cute, and it's oh, not yes. it's not something I I would ever get. I would never be like, oh, I want to do it, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's that's their thing, yeah. you know. Sometimes they'll sit downstairs on the sofa before the little one goes to bed. Sometimes they'll do it upstairs, but that's he always reads them that. Aww. And then I suppose the the Christmas Eve adult tradition is we always order takeout on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, a little bit because we've spent all day prepping for Christmas Day and we're tired. Yeah. But that is a tradition for my mum, who I've probably mentioned on the podcast before, passed away from cancer in 2014. But she was diagnosed in 2013 and she had about three months of chemo treatment. And however much you may or may not know about chemotherapy treatment, you have to be super, super careful with what you eat. Because obviously chemo wipes out your immune system. So if you get food poisoning, it can be really dangerous. Mm. So you gotta like, you've got to be careful. You've got to make sure you ask for like freshly prepared stuff from a restaurant. And especially in the UK, it might be different in the US, but especially in the UK, like takeouts are a big no-no because mm. you cannot guarantee that it's been made fresh. So mm. and all the way through her chemo, she's like, I just want a curry. That's all I want. I just want a fucking curry. I'm desperate for a curry. Because we used to have to take her like once a week, you know? Yeah. So she finished her treatment. Um, it's like early December. And they sort of confirmed a couple of days before Christmas, actually, that a, a chemotherapy treatment had actually been successful. It had, um, you know, shrunk the tr- tumors that were in her lungs. And she could have, she had like a, a sort of like a permanent IV line put in mm-hmm. for ease of treatment. And they were, you know, they were going to take that out and it was, she was finished. It was fine. And she was over the fucking moon. So she was like, I'm going to order the biggest fucking takeaway on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, a, I'm going to order like five curries. <laughs> she didn't, obviously. She restrained herself. She only ordered one. But she was so excited mm. about that takeaway because she wanted it for so long. So that's always something that we do is I always order a takeaway for my mum on Christmas Eve. And I like I love the takeaway, so it's mm-hmm. you know it's no hardship mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just you know, and we've we've ordered at like half past nine, ten o'clock at night when my husband's had to work, and he's like, "You can go and order without me," and I'm like, Mm-mm, "Nope, we'll just order something little. It doesn't have to be a full meal, but I am ordering, and we are eating on Christmas Eve." That's so nice. that's yeah, yeah. It's just one of those, and I always wish a picture. Merry Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so just a few little little bits of little bits and pieces of tradition there. Mm-hmm. I complain every year that I don't like turkey. Is that a tradition? <laughs> can you make complaining a tradition? Sure, you can. <laughs> I don't. I don't dislike turkey. I just it wouldn't be my choice. Yeah, of, you know my but- my dad has um, the joke tradition where no matter what, we know we're going to hear the same joke about thanksgiving every year or like there'll be a mention of something we just like wait for it to happen they're like there it is (laughs) there it is um yeah so there's there's definitely there could be all sorts of traditions which i think is yeah is nice little little bit of festive and also at time of recording 
it is getting quite chilly in the UK now, so it has been time to pull out the big floofy stand blankets mm. that I bought. So okay. we have we have the moose blanket with us today. The cat is very fucking pissed because <laughs> where I'm sat, he can't get on my knee, and he loves this blanket. It is his favorite thing. Aww. So it's it's cold, but it's not cold enough to put the heating on because mm-hmm. we can't afford it. We yeah. can, but. While my kid's still cutting about in underwear and not wearing real clothes, I'm not putting fucking heating on. When he comes to me in a jumper and a pair of trousers and goes, Mum, I'm cold, I'm not putting the heating on. While everybody's just floating about in a dressing gown and a pair of pants, no, go put clothes on. You come back to me when you have clothes on, child. Oh my goodness. Uh. Oh, it's a good job he doesn't listen to this podcast. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, Mum. <laughs> Okay, everyone. So we've had a little bit of a um, reshuffle of the causes that we like to promote in light of the upcoming holidays. Um, You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, any of the holidays that you might celebrate, we are inclusive. So um, we're still promoting um, Ukraine relief. You know, of course, it's not getting the media attention it needs, but the Russian unlawful invasion of the Ukraine is still going on. So again, we'd like to draw your attention to World Central Kitchen, which exactly as it sounds, helps to feed people, not just in the Ukraine, but in conflict zones all across the world. We are also still drawing attention to Global Giving, the Ukraine Crisis Fund Relief, which of course is just sort of like a centralized donation place. And then they distribute the funds where they are needed the most. So if you can, please, there is no pressure, but if you can help out either of those causes, Give a little bit to the people in Ukraine that are still massively affected. That would be awesome. Sandra, you got causes? Yeah, um, I just wanted to highlight a couple things and basically more, I guess, US-based related. But overall, over the years, I've just kind of learned how important it is to keep learning and keep growing, accepting yourself for who you are and reaching out for help when you need it. Uh, so I have a couple new ones uh, to talk about. but. One of the main things is just supporting basic human rights um, with all the changes, government, voting, all the wonderful things that are happening here. I feel like learning more about what's happening in our country is important and finding ways that you can take action are equally important. So we've got uh, the American Civil Liberties Union that we'll have as a link. And then prioritizing your mental health. Uh, just how important it is to reach out and know that there's support and education if you need it. Coping and, you know, getting over things just is not a a viable option uh, and something you can continue to do. So um, I have the National Alliance on Mental Illness, which is uh, NAMI, I think is how you pronounce it, NAMI.org. Um, and mm-hmm. then for those of us who have, who are basically across the board, but adult survivors of uh, child sexual abuse is one of the things I've kind of been wanting to highlight more, that there are resources, um, ways you can move past it on the site for rain.org, which is Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. No matter what, the abuse was not your fault. It's never too late to start healing from this experience. So thrive, not just survive after abuse. So those are mine. Yeah, and of course, they will be centralized to the US because obviously that's where Sandra's based. But I do know, I believe it is Star in the UK, um, surviving after rape and trauma. 
that does very similar work. But I know if you reach out to um, Rain, they can direct you into the right place for your location. Um, again, Hammering Home, it's the holidays coming up, guys. And not just for LGBTQ plus people and youths, the holidays can be hard for everybody. We know that. That's why we're putting these mental health networks out there. Don't suffer in silence. Reach out to people if you need help. But especially for my LGBTQ plus people out there, holidays, sometimes you have to put yourself black back in the closet, even if you're living out and free. You know, sometimes you have bigots in your family, people that don't support you. It's fucking hard. And it's very easy to say surround yourself with positivity, but not everybody has access to that. So if you're based in the UK, again, I want to signpost you to Switchboard LGBT, which is a sort of talking service that will put you in touch with people who will help you, will talk to you, you know, just somewhere that's safe and supportive. And the US equivalent of that is the Trevor Project. Again, reach out. They will put you in touch with people to talk to if you're not safe at home you will find support in these places. And the Trevor Project has resources for international LGBTQ plus youths um, because we know it's different everywhere in terms of what laws govern and, you know, what kind of public atmosphere there is towards our community. So those are the causes that we're promoting. And we just want to say, you know, happy holidays. May you be with good people. May you have good food. May you have good times. But be safe. Take care of yourself. If you need these help. Yep. Take care of yourself. If you need this help, please, please reach out and access it. And if you can support any of these charities, if you're in that position, please think about doing so because everybody needs somebody. Back to the episode. So that's kind of our little add a little dip into what we do for Christmas at Christmas and our separate Christmases. So let's take a look at the episode. Sandra has very helpfully divided her notes into scenes and everything so we can follow on with the plot. And I have not. I tried. So... I don't I don't know how I should have probably like, you know, bolded and underlined, but so we'll just see how how it goes. But um No, no, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. So Sandra actually has the first notes, which are relevant to Sandra, and they are not relevant to me. So do you want to take the oh, reins with the yeah. so, cable special? Because yeah. we don't have cable over here, not like you guys do. Yeah, just a couple notes that I was like when I did. Um, just the fact that the episode two was written by Jeremy Carver, who became the showrunner from seasons eight through 11. Um but the opener was basically like, you know, the spiral where it says special. Um, and I just remember, yeah, I realized as I was writing it, I'm like, Carly didn't have to worry about what? <laughs> like, yeah. So there was a time when um, you could not record stuff, whether it was VCR or whatever. Like I was, I was maybe, I didn't have a VCR in my house until, mm, like 83 or 84 it might have even been 85 so mm. um i remember like you know you you had your you had your tv guide and you like looked and saw when something was going to be coming on during the holiday season like during different times of year there would be different specials like different special movies that would always happen like the wizard of oz or the sound of music yeah yeah different things like that and 
I just remember too, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was like my favorite, the claymation one. The claymation the, one, yeah, yeah. the original one, which I actually saw that they showed a little clip from later on in the um, in the episode. So um, mm-hmm. I, uh, okay. yeah, they did. It was in the, yeah. it was the flashback. But uh, so I, I just remember being very excited and like, you, you know, if you missed it, like if you weren't sitting down in front of your TV by that time, man- that was it. You had to sit through the commercials and all of that stuff. So the fact that Kripke's very close to my age, I think he's a little bit older or maybe I, I'm not sure, but he could be younger at this point. But mm. I feel like he he got that, you know, part of it and wanting to have an opener like that was very, was very mm. cute. So yeah, um again, Carly, did you ever have a VCR? Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. No, I'm just talking. VCRs on this side of the pond. Good no, luck. no, no, no. I didn't know if like maybe you just like went like you remember maybe like a DVD player or something different. No, I no. didn't know. Okay. No, no. Right. I remember. I remember VCRs. I remember having um like all the Disney videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I remember wearing out more than one Lion King tape, and my mom was pissed about it. Did you she was like, stop watching that movie? And I'm like, no, I love it. I love it. Over there too, did they do the whole Disney thing where they would only release, like, say, once every seven years the movies for a while? Did you have that thing mm-hmm. where it was like they I would like, know. yeah? So that, I mean, that was a thing that I remember too. Was like, you know, they might release like they release Sleeping Beauty, and you could purchase it, and then it would just be gone. You'd have to wait. I'm pretty sure it was like a seven year thing, or it was a ridiculous amount of time uh, before you could get it again. Um, so I just remember like that sort of cycle of stuff like you could you could buy it then it was gone so and then oh, you, could, you had to no, wait that wasn't, um, that wasn't a thing over here i don't think i don't know I or you might have you that. might have been too young for that to for that to have registered but uh yeah that was a thing for us too so yeah, little things like that where it was very in the moment you had to be present it could it wasn't just a whenever you're ready binge like you had to you had to make time and you had to sit with your family and you know mm. watch something I, I remember, together yeah i remember that era of um of tv and you know like rushing to the bathroom and the ads and like mm-hmm. rushing to get a drink yeah you know and oh god you, yeah. you reminded me actually what another one of our christmas traditions despite the fact that we have uh it's sky tv over here it's like satellite tv but mm-hmm. anyway every fucking tv that's ever made now ever comes with like a built-in tv guide you just know what's on yeah. the TV. Mm-hmm. But my husband still buys a paper, like a, oh. mag- a TV guide magazine every oh. year. And he's like, I want to know what's on the TV. And I'm like, baby, it's on the TV. Oh. What? But he buys one religiously every year and he'll sit down and he'll be like, oh, this is on and this is on. And then we don't end up watching any of it. Or we record it and watch it later. There's something buys- about that whole experience. Yeah, that's just, it's like this planning yeah. or this like, getting ready for something and it's another part of that time that yeah I remember like because I was like I was such a fangirl uh, ever since I was little so like certain shows so I'd like I'd want to like I'd want to check if it was a a repeat or if it was going to be a new episode and like Mm -hmm. read like the three sentences about the description um about what it was going to be about and the anticipation and and stuff like that so yeah it's it's a totally different different time yeah i sound like i'm 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 one of those old people now that's like i remember <laughs> i remember i remember when yeah I and remember it's it's tapes. just different 
yeah, it's just different now. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was just like a nice little nod. I remember too. hearing Kripke say too, like he was really big. He wanted that. Like, I think he, I think they had to get like permission for that. Like that's, I think something they oh, used wow. on a specific cable network. I don't know if it was a CBS thing or, or something, but like they had to get permission to get that, oh. get that special opener. So yeah, it was, that was, that was nice. It was nice to say, but yeah, See, then, I, go ahead. I like the, um, it's a little bit later on, but it, it ties into the opening. I like the fact that the supernatural thing burst out of the bauble when they do mm-hmm. the, when they mm-hmm. do the, um, like the, the thing. Yeah. And I just, I just really liked that. And it was just like little jingle bells and a yeah. very supernatural. I like little hats on the A. Yeah. I was like, Oh, look at that. Look. Yeah. 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 I like that. So then we both went to, well, I went to the scene with the grandpa when the kid opens the door and he's like, Grandpa! And I was like, ow, oh, ow, oh, my feelings. Mm-hmm. Ow. Mm-hmm. But Sandra went to um, the grandpa getting pulled up the fireplace. He's yep. going to need therapy. Yeah, he poor is, grandpa. Poor he grandpa. is definitely going to need, definite, definitely going to need therapy for that and one. He and ate, then- he ate a he ate a cookie too right before I think he right there was cookies and milk too so grandpa you know was gonna eat a cookie and then yeah and that's it and that then, was- whoop, there it goes <laughs> yeah so then we have we have the nice little bauble and the very supernatural Christmas mm-hmm. and then me and Sandra have differing feels on hair are you surprised guys oh I was surprised Sandra's opinion is put them in front of a mirror and fix that shit. And my opinion was, oh, Sam's bangs, look how cute they are. (laughs) I liked Sam's bangs. No, I didn't say I didn't like it. Did I say I didn't like it? No, No, you were just like, I didn't like it. My comment was, yeah, go ahead. You can read it. (laughs) (laughs) Comment. At this point, with the hairstyles, I think Sam and Dean slash Jared and Jensen both needed a lot of time in front of the mirror with product. <laughs> was it was season three one of Dean's original hair seasons? I don't know. I'll have to go find out. Sandra's I... viewing my screen, so she's going to come on this adventure with me. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> Sandra thinks there are fifteen different Dean hairstyles. There are different. They're 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 very. They are it's, not it's subtle. <laughs> no there are not you stop that right now there are not there are like my comments seeing them with the fed suits was immediately dolphin's belly um fact that they were but i will say season three they are very clean cut clean shaven more than i think any other any other season um he does have stubble but it's 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 more it's more clean cut I think. If you go back and look all the episodes, they did not want them to have a lot of facial hair. Um, mm. Sam too. I just remember that's something that just sticks out for me from season three. They just did not have a lot of facial hair, and even if they had stubble, it wasn't like five o'clock shadow heavy. You know, like no, like no, they it was do. Just a light- just a light little dusting. dusting. Yeah. Just, just a dusting, dusting of stubble. I'm I'm looking at my I'm looking at my Dean hair references now. And I will I will charitably give him that season three was an original Dean hairstyle, mostly because season three was just really short. And mm-hmm. I would imagine someone just sprayed his head with a bit of water and went run your hands through it. Yeah. This is like I think a little... that's one of not my favorite, my most favorite seasons. If I if I had to look back at There's my rankings. Table for that. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it, I don't think that's high on, on the list because I think it's very it's very short. Um, so, and Sam's, you can't blame Jared for that because he's in the process, he's still in the process of growing his hair out. 
there's not a great deal he can do with it. And I liked it. I liked his little buns. <laughs> I liked Babyface Dean. I was like, oh, they're just little. I love it. <laughs> and I, I drew reference to in the first scene with the the fed suit steen's wearing a black tie but sam's wearing like a red and and something striped tie and i was like hello yes mm-hmm. this. it's a stripy tie okay. and then switch in the second fed scene so sam's wearing this god-awful maroon tie and dean's wearing like a stripy blue tie but sam's original tie with the red and i was like oh <laughs> so first comments there there's comments yeah there are those uh, comments I throughout that's... i think the week yeah, I, I tried to <laughs> Yeah. And then you've got yeah. a, quite a cold response from Sam to the mom. We're very yeah. sorry. So was it just the so way I, he said it? That was it just sounded cold? Yeah. She was she was just like, Why haven't the ransom people called? And why haven't this? And you like Dean's just trying to like ease it gently and Sam's just like, We're very sorry. And just leave. <laughs> She's like, Look, I need to get I need to get on this. <laughs> like, yeah, it was very much a we got shit to do, lady. And it it's it just didn't I don't know. Sam always seemed to be the one that would like you know, kind of kind of baby the witnesses mm. a little bit and be like, oh, we're really sorry. And, you know, be that sort of more gentle edge. Not to say that Dean was ever like bad cop or harsh, but Sam always seemed to be quite gentle. But I don't know, that just struck me as like, oh, we're mm. very sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit to do, bye. Yeah, I, um, I, that's the only yeah. reason I could think of it too, was like, he, you know, he needed to get out of that situation so he could tell Dean you know, this is what I found, you know, this is what we need to look into or figure out next kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then I think we skipped yeah. to the uh, motel room. Right? Well, so you, you referenced the motel room. And I it didn't was, change oh, scenes. See? Yes. Yes. Dingy cabinets, worn furniture. I love the mural. They just, they always went hardcore with those places. Like as like, how much can we explode all over? this very oh, small room Gross. I, I i just but i i thought it was just it's very indicative of like that's one of those things i'll always remember from supernatural is this is the motel room sets and the bunker like those two places are very iconic yeah. to me and how they they kind of leaned into both made you know just kind of like went for it because really there's only so many things you can do with a motel room and four walls but they they tried to make it different when they went from place yeah, they to all place had- Different themes and stuff, and they were all loud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jesus, you can't sleep in that. So, yeah, just, you know, props to the set deck people there because, um, (laughs) yeah. So I didn't see, so are the the ripped jeans and stuff, is that that in the motel room or is that at Sad Santa Village? (laughs) (laughs) The the ripped jeans are at the Sad Santa Village, but the um, Dean comes into the motel room wearing the leather jacket, and we mm. were both like, "Oh, the leather jacket! I love yeah. it! The leather jacket and the samulet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also, it's it's been quite a while since I've watched Supernatural, but there's just something about the way Jared says the word "law." I just <laughs> really love it because he doesn't say it like a normal person. It's just like a really long O sound, and I really, Four. really like it. Or <laughs> It's a really long also. It's like apparently Jensen can't say ruin. Um hmm. I've never heard it. Even in the videos where like even in the videos where he's saying ruin and then Sam uh, Jared's taking the piss out of how he thinks Jensen says it. I've never heard Jensen say ruin weird, but apparently hmm. he can't say ruin. So okay. maybe it's just one of those little little things. Although I did see a clip. I did see a clip the other day. It's probably a really old con clip. And somebody was asking something um 
to Jensen about being in Nevada. It must have been something to do with the thing. And Jensen's replying, and he says Nevada as he says it. And she's like, it's pronounced da 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 da. I think she puts like a little bit more. Like Jensen says Nevada, Nevada like <laughs> I say Nevada. Yeah. And she's like, Nevada. And then he fucking just absolutely rips into it. He's like, that's how we say it in Texas. I don't know how you people say it, but that's how we say it. Just maybe it's just one of those little, little quirks of accents. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do really like it. I well, also. Tan- yeah tangent that um there are two newarks uh nearby and there's a there's a newark a delaware newark new and a newark new jersey so you say it a little bit different newark delaware newark new jersey if you if you get them mixed up people will call you call you out on that um within the area so yeah you've got it newark delaware newark new jersey so yeah yeah but yeah leather jacket I- i'm Fucking hell, y'all need some history. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Uh, People so, get pissy if you say the other Newark in their Newark. <laughs> the fuck? My no, it's God. just the pronunciation. I'm sorry. It's just the pronunciation. If you get the pronunciation wrong, um, people will call you out. I mean, I don't care, but people will like, you know, say, oh, that's not. Which Newark are you talking about? It's like you've got to like you've got to make sure you you're pronouncing it correctly. Some people get very upset. Um, so leather jacket. So yeah, I Samuel, I love that leather jacket. It's 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 great. It's iconic. I'm still gonna say I I do like that they when they do put him in other stuff because I just think other jackets fit him better because of course that's his dad's jacket and he's never really you know, I guess filled out his dad's jacket. He might have, if he'd still had it. We'll never fucking we'll never know. know. Um, and I know that Jensen's very upset about that too. Uh, am I, I am, I, I'm not making that up, right? That the jacket was stolen, like after stolen. season five, yeah. along with like, I think Castiel's yeah. um trench coat i believe like one of the original one of the original trench coats i don't know how many he had i think so because i remember hearing you yeah i think that and the leather jacket and um i i just remember telling ted that he was like oh and so he still curses them just like i know jensen does too (laughs) jensen's like wherever you are like you know so i'm i'm sad that that's why they started putting him in different things more. But I know like beyond that, he would did wear different jackets in seasons one through five anyway, but it was just like the leather jacket was iconic. So I didn't want it to get stolen, but you know, I, I do like that. Um, I do like seeing him in other stuff on occasion. So it's like, I don't like, you know, cast in the trench coat. I know it's, it's like an iconic thing, but it's like, Every once in a while, when you put him in something else, I'm like, oh, look, <laughs> convenience store guy. He has a body. <laughs> look at what he's got under there. Yeah. yeah so that kind of thing. And that is genuinely, that's how it feels with Castor. You're like, holy shit, he's naked. Mm-hmm. I can see shoulders. <gasps> yeah. There's a waist. Yeah. yeah. There's stuff that you just don't I realize. Know. Yeah. I have no idea why they held onto that trench coat for Cass for so long because it was so impractical. Like he didn't, he was already wearing a full suit. You know, like he didn't need another layer on top of that. Well, the Winchesters, I think it's just a thing. Like the more layers, the better. So apparently Castiel got the same memo. Like we just have to layer him in as many, as many things as possible. So um yeah, yeah. 
And then I think at Santa's Village, we get into um, the conversation about Christmas. Sam's adamant. He wants to blow off. You know, he doesn't want to celebrate the holiday. Uh, I like Dean mentioning mm. Boston Market. Uh, do you guys have? Do you, See, I, I don't know. Market? I don't know. What is that? Boston Market. It's just like, it's, it's almost like a fast food, like a McDonald's or um, Burger King, but for like chicken. But it's very it was always very expensive. So it was like a treat, like aside from oh. like, it wasn't just like a go to McDonald's to pick up. It's like, if you went to Boston market, that would have been a splurge for them. Cause my mom would have said, I can make this cheaper at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? I hate that. You're like, it's, that's not, it's not the same. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> this. it's not, it's not cheap, but you know, you could get like a, make like a whole, like your platter of like whatever you want. So like chicken and the fixings and different things like that. So yeah, if, if oh, they did that, right. They would have that that would have been a that would have been a hefty little hefty little splurge for them. Um yeah. but I, I just thought it was it was interesting listening to them talk again and how it kind of foreshadows how they viewed their childhood, you know, in, in very different ways. And that it was a mm. I wrote Ugh, no wonder I brushed what off I... Dean so much in the early <sighs> season, that man's fragile little heart. Because it's true. It's like yeah. you, you see it in those moments and it's like Mm, no, I don't want to deal with that what right I, now. What I don't understand is why why is Dean so confused about why Sam is over Christmas? Does Dean not remember stealing presents? Literally in this episode, stealing presents because his dad bailed on them. And Dean's like, no, Christmas was great. What? Shut up. But again, like, it's just, it's the viewpoint. Like I could be like, you know, why does Sam not realize this Christmas is... <laughs> to Dean like you know so it's like it's those it's it's where you're coming from like I think Dean Dean sees what he did as trying to make it as special for Sam as he could and he's also Mm. not paying attention to the fact that his dad just bailed like he's for his purposes he's holding on to the things that make him happy and if that means he's going to wipe out certain parts that's what he's going to do yeah you know, and so for him, it's like those moments with Sam out of the shit ton of crazy and crap that they had to deal with. He's holding on to those moments where Sam's like, they, what are you talking about? Like, they weren't great. And I think, too, mm-hmm. seeing from Sam's perspective, Sam probably had more instances of seeing what it was like to have a real Christmas, even like at college. Yeah. He had experiences probably with holidays with Jessica that he didn't have. And even in season five, they show him going to a girlfriend's like he was like 12 and he went to a girlfriend's for Thanksgiving dinner. He would have seen Mm. that. And I don't think Dean would have. So he's got the comparison that Dean doesn't. Dean's just focusing on this is all I have to hold on to, Sammy. (laughs) Give me this. (laughs) Don't take this from me. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely the ripped jeans the ripped jeans were in the sad santa village okay Um, okay just because you i don't know they were clearly old jeans and they were ripped on the knees and i was like hello (laughs) i was i was i was just i was just a fan of that i was a fan Mm -hmm. of that we both have um colin fardy's best sam yeah colin fardy's best baby sam i hope colin ford's like resume or whatever the fuck agents send out for auditions or something just says professional jared padalecki impersonator yeah 
they that's, brought him back for a walker, I think. Yeah, he's in yeah. Walker now as well. His mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, baby, baby they, they should really have him at one of the cons. I think that would be so great to have him. You know, like just. Again, I don't think they, anyone would believe it was him. Still, boy has glowed up like fuck. Yeah, but still, oh it would. God damn, it'd be great. I, th- I think that would be so much fun to have him, and even some of like the old deans, like you know, like the the young deans, like if they would come back, like for that. But yeah, yeah. So and Sandra, Sandra has feelings on who the best baby dean was as well. Yes, that would be. Um, I believe you've, his name you've is written down. It's Dylan, Dylan Everett. Dylan Everett. So he was in like yeah. um the he's not boys like home fully high school dean. No, no, no. Yeah, he played. Yeah, boys home, and then I think he had he came back for when Dean got turned into um, a teenager again. So like I think maybe season oh, yeah. ten or something. I can't remember. <laughs> it's up. It's down. It's up. It's yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it's great. And then I well, think he comes like back. Yeah, he like oh yeah, he yanks the seat forward, and Sam's like. Maybe I drive. <laughs> and he comes I back, I think, for just my imagination not- too. That just my imagination episode. He's got a he's in he's in the phone booth, I think. So I think they brought him back a few times. And yeah, he's my oh, yeah. he's my favorite dean. Not necessarily that I think dean. he he um he just embodies him. It's one of those things where you know that he he watched he watched some episodes yeah. of Jensen as Dean and he took a lot of that stuff. Um, to heart. I think he oh, did a good there job. He, is. Oh, he did about a boy. Like, <laughs> I love that one where he's just like, it's up, it's down, it's up. I'm yeah. going through puberty again. <laughs> I love that episode. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I think we're they yeah. So we we mentioned Uncle Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um was the flashback, they were still in the um were they still in the uh oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, they talk. They talk about Uncle Bobby. Uh, Dean flips his shit when Sam mentions mom, which is a bit weird. Yeah. It's a bit a bit out of character. But I had written down like um, sarcastic baby Sam because he's so sarcastic. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Again, what you were saying about about Dylan there, Colin Ford fucking studied mm-hmm. Jared so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just got like angsty baby Dean. He's just tired of his responsibilities. And then he flips out and then he leaves, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, um, he does. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was interesting to hear him like go so off on about mom and then just like don't talk about we don't talk about mom. And I like I said, that that kind of stuck with me. I'm like, so it does kind of confirm that I think Dean probably knew more that he wasn't he maybe like he he got stuff from John or was told things from John or maybe just even like read things and knew more about what was happening, what had happened to mom. Um, and it was kept from, from Sam for quite a while. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's just another burden and I'm sure he wanted to, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm sure he wanted to talk to Sam about his mom, but John probably mm. was we don't talk about mom. You don't talk about mom yeah. to Sam. Uh, so that's Probably, uh, that. That sounds like John. That yeah. sounds like John. Yeah, good old John. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good old John. <laughs> so we move. We move back to the present day. <laughs> Pedo Santa and creepy Sam vibes. <laughs> so that was Sandra written, and I'd written Dean always throwing Sam under the bus because he's like, oh yeah, no, it's all him, and it's just it's funny. I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, what's so Ripple? You'd put... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you put what the hell does Ripple smell like? And I put what the fuck is Ripple? Uh, anybody out there know? Is, is it like an aftershave? Let's Google it. We could Google it. We could. It's, we like, can be it's obviously a candy, but it's like, I don't know what that's supposed to smell like. Right? I don't know. It said Ripple it's like a, it was a candy. Uh, Raspberry Ripple. Like, You've no. told me that your your husband makes Ripple something. Raspberry Ripple? Raspberry Ripple is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, I, I assumed it was some kind of like, you know, like Old Spice or something. I don't know. No. So, yeah, it was just like, I was yeah. like, what does Ripple smell like? So I didn't. Okay. So it's got a raspberry, I guess, smell to it. But I don't yeah. still don't know what Ripple can. Maybe can you type in Ripple candy? Like, what the heck is Ripple? Like, yeah. Is it just. I don't. What the fuck? It, uh... <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. That's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have we have a ripple chocolate bar, but it's just that it's chocolate. It's not it's, it smells like chocolate. Yeah. We don't know. If anybody mm-hmm. out there knows what the fuck ripple is, yeah. is it in just this chocolate context, or is it raspberry? Please. What does cause Sam apparently knows what ripple is like, did you smell that? That's ripple. And I'm like, how would you know what is ripple? So <laughs> raspberry ripple, you think they would say that? Yeah, but maybe we're Let just us know, supposed people. to know. We, we need to know. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Carver knows I what s- ripple smells like. <laughs> <He wrote> it. <laughs> yeah. I I assumed it was like either some kind of like aftershave or mm. like body wash or something. Because Dean's like that was candy, and Sam's like it was ripple. So I was like, I was assuming it was some kind of like washing product of some variety. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Well, I don't on the list. Ask. Jared and Jensen, not that they will fucking remember either. There was so many years ago, good God. Uh, yeah. The one, yeah. What have we got? Uh, I just have Sandra a thirsting comment. Over Dean's freckles. Yeah, they were just so, it's so nice when they, when it's when it's like daylight and you get to see them and I just felt like, oh, look yeah. at all the freckles because you don't always, you don't always get to see it. So it's like, oh, the freckles. You don't. Yeah. And, and then, then I wrote, got, what did I write? Um, How dense is Sam that he doesn't realize why his brother might want to celebrate Christmas this year? Yeah, I think this is when they well, were. they're doing, yeah, because they're doing the weenie therapy Winchester thing where they're like, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. No, everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, And I just, even though I haven't rewatched this episode in a long time, I have a Christmas, a Christmas fic that I'm trying to like nudge Sandra into coming back to with me because she helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I apparently subconsciously channeling this episode because mm-hmm. Sam in my fic is just like, oh, fucking, I'm grown. I don't, what? I don't need Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, in like the first sort of the first chapter. And I had approached it from very similarly to this episode, which was just years of disappointment mm-hmm. of getting excited and being let down that's led to him just being like, fucking no. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'd gone. We've gone that way. I I clocked the wind sink, <laughs> but you didn't. No. Although it's not it's not door slamming wind sink, it's door opening wind sink. Because when you cut back to them, they're running away from the car. <laughs> but they were they were they were in wind sink. Okay. Um, we both we both tagged the carols. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, only Jensen is worthy <laughs> of being noted about his off key singing, and I'm like, I've heard Jared sing. He can <laughs> sing. Oh goodness! 
But, you know, Jensen's the one with the CBs, so we'll give props to both of them. Because it is difficult to sing off-key when you can sing in-key. And I think Jensen deserves all the props because he does that quite a few times through the show. And I'm like, how do you pull that? Because you can sing. Yeah, which I didn't know he could. I mean, he obviously did a job. I didn't know he could sing. I was like... I was like, no, he can't because I've heard him sing <laughs> on the show. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> oh, yeah, he can sing. Okay. It turns Great. out he's got a vo- the voice of a fucking angel, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry. Probably. In that, when they were singing the um the carol, oh the round, they both the round. <laughs> butchered and didn't do the round yon virgin. I'm like Dean, really. I know. I know you snickered at that when you were a kid. You know that line if you don't know any other line. Come on. Yeah. So that was just a little interesting to me. Um, it's I love I love the I love the opening where he's just he's so flat and so <laughs> off key when he starts the silent night thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan. I like that. And the way that the way that like high Santa is like, wait, and then just, <laughs> Sam just grabs Dean by the shoulder and just dunks him out of the trailer. <laughs> It's a good uh, scene. It's a good scene. Goodness. Oh, and also, also props to Mr. Gung Ho Christmas is gonna have to blow away Santa. <laughs> Fucking amazing line. <laughs> amazing line. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. And then we go to the kids, the second kid, and just so much therapy for kid two. Mm-hmm. Um was there, do we know? Is there a reason why they don't take the kids? Because what the couple are meant to be the gods. So we have to assume it's one of them dressed up in the not Santa suit. Right. They which I was wondering which one that, that was. Like, did they take turns being the being the bad? I think no, I think I think it was him. <clears throat> okay. Because they seem to have that very stereotypical, like 50s housewife dynamic kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So I I would assume it was him, but I couldn't because he walked straight past that kid. Well, also went and clubbed his dad over the head. Also remember, yeah, they, um, so they didn't get the mom in both of those scenarios either. So I wonder if it's something about it being a male that they didn't reference. Um, or maybe they just picked like, you know, we'll, we'll just, maybe it's, maybe it's just somebody that happens. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's something about it being the dad or, or a male because it was the grandpa like a year ago. And then when they opened the scene, it was the dad that went missing. The dad had gone, yeah. And now and it's then... they went up to get the dad and they left the mom. They just knocked her out. So yeah. but then like he's like face to face with the kid and he reaches past him for a cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm he not just sure. not, not, I'm not take sure. kids. Although yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe the network was like, you cannot do this to children. We are very close to yeah. what we can show, mm-hmm. and you cannot be hitting kids over the head and dragging them up chimneys. Yeah, that could be it too. They could that have been like censored be and like, no, you can't do that. You can't have, and you can't take the mom too. Yeah, so. yeah, that good old mm. toxic masculinity there. Yeah, Yay. yeah. So after the next so, victim visit, back at the yeah. motel, your um, little uh, the dean's lashes. We got to draw attention. To yeah. Dean's lashes. They're His cute. lashes are so pretty. They were so pretty. Such yeah. a pretty boy. I, do you know, I had never mentioned, I had never noticed that little printer that Sam had <laughs> until Sandra, Sandra was like, Sam had to go and buy ink and paper. He's got a little printer. It's not the first time they've shown them with printers either. It's happened. It happened in previous seasons too. And I was just like, 
Because they've always got papers like in the beginning that they were showing, right? Like before they would actually just like turn the computer screen and you'd like see that. And they would like, there'll be papers. And it's like, Sam had to go to a copy store and buy printer ink and copy paper. Because you know, Dean didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that was 100% Sam. (laughs) Yes, 100%. Oh gosh. So... And then they're, then they're in the Christmas store. They're on the hunt. They're on the hunt for the wreaths. And Sandra's just got Xmas store, and I've got gaudy Christmas Xmas shop because it genuinely, mm-hmm. yeah, we have shops like that over here where yeah. they're just like woo tinsel everywhere, and you're like, oh god, stop. Just so used to it, I guess. At this point, it's just like it's just another Christmas store for me. It's just another Xmas shop. It's like everything everywhere. We have Christmas. You have a, it's called Christmas tree shops, but they literally sell everything. But it's just one of those stores that has everything and they go like they have their sections and christmas and it's just a lot it's just a lot yeah yeah it's just too much too much i buy my christmas shit on amazon motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. i'm going to real stores with real people mm-hmm. so i want to know what was the winchester alert that you no, saw just because they were doing like you know oh you know this one he saw the <laughs> he saw right. this in somebody's house and like so that they were doing a couple thing um, right. I just, okay. just kind of yeah. I thought that was cute. Because I, I, I just got um Dean <laughs> throws Sam under the bus again. And the bitch face that Sam gives Dean is like, oh, like gold star. Just, mm, it was yummy. It. <laughs> it was, and he was like forcing it so much. I was like, oh, he's so fussy. <laughs> he's such a cutie pie. Yeah. I think that might have been the that was the um that was when I'd finally been done with that cream and brown shirt that that Sam mm. was wearing. I was like, okay, oh, that cream shirt that Sam is wearing. That is okay. a direct quote. Cause I was writing while I was watching. Sandra was like pausing and and I was just like, baby, put put the supernatural <laughs> episode. I'm gonna write. <laughs> so that's why her notes are far more concise than mine. But I, oh that shirt was awful. I hated it. I didn't yeah. hate it as much as the shirt that's coming, but I didn't like that one. Okay. And then we go, we go back to the motel room, the Broman. Mm-hmm. So I've I've just got we need therapy Winchesters because um I think I think that's when Sam's like I can't do Christmas knowing it's gonna be your last one and you're not yeah. gonna be here and Dean's like well that's year. why I want one and he's like Cause it's gonna be my last Christmas and he's like well, I can't do that you know and it's just like yeah I think there's a lot of again you start to see what it's like because this is the same season um like that mystery spot shows up um a few episodes later and you see like what would actually happen to Sam, you know, without Dean when he dies. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's, there's all that, um, all that there. Um, and then we go back to flashback, right? Flashback. Yeah. Flashback, flashback motel is so depressing. It uh, is. It's gross. It's got like iron, the iron bed frames. We would associate that with like old hospital beds. Mm-hmm. Although I think I might have got that from American movies and TV. But still, I associate mm-hmm. those kind of like iron bed frames with hospital beds. And it's like gross. And like the walls and the doors are icky. And I'm like, John, please. Yeah. The one thing I actually noted after, and I didn't write it down that I remember too, was it was interesting where in the present day, they had them both sitting on their beds. And then in the flashback, you get them both sitting on their beds, talking to mm. each other again too um yeah but yeah dean and his i, I, I think dean bef- and his dad idolatry too yeah yeah i'd written that um dean bringing up john my heart and so uh, again 
maybe Sam is just like, what is going on? And Dean's like, I just, mm, 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 mm. no, <laughs> just a whole, whole lot of sound and noise to comfort the fact that he's absolutely terrified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, oh, dad's a superhero. Dad's got the coolest job in the world. And I'm like, oh, baby. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. And he's having to be the parent again, you know, and have all the difficult conversations with Sam that dad chooses not to for whatever reason. Um, and to me, he? it was just the, I just felt that very real, like that moment when your innocence is gone in childhood, oh, where you learn that yeah. one thing that kind of just like puts you on the path of, oh, life's not, life's not the way that I, I thought. Um, and not that they had the best childhood anyway, but it's like, that's one more thing that Sam lost i think in that moment it's very it's always very heartbreaking for me because i get like that's i think when you see the the shift you know that's that's when it's just gone like there's no holding back on anything else now he's the floodgates are open um at least in terms of dean i think being more open with him about things um yeah but not yeah sam just losing that was really it's always very sad for me to watch that scene um, in particular. Same. And then Dean's just like, you okay? Like he didn't just fucking destroy <laughs> Sam's every innocence. And then he like, lays down and he starts crying and I'm like, baby, no. Yeah. yeah. She's very, very sad. I don't, that is not a good, not a good flashback. Oh. Then That's we go to sad. present day and Carly has the house Christmas threw up on. Oh God, it's gross. <laughs> God, it's like a shit in the garden and everything. It's awful. So uh, icky. But like, to me, it's very hallmark mm-hmm. for what, like, the sort of, the view of Christmas that we got in the UK, mm-hmm. the view of Christmas in America came very much through like hallmark movies and things like that. So I'm like, no, oh, it's, you know, like the big house and the lights and it's all really nicely, neatly decorated inside. And I'm like, it's like a Hallmark movie, but it's gross. Yeah, it's just everywhere too. It's like wall to wall, like Christmas everywhere. Um, yes. There's a lot of it. Uh, I think you see you see more of it, of course, when you finally get into the house. But yeah, the yeah. outside is, is, is a lot too. Yeah. And then Sandra, Dean would be the easiest person in the world to poison. The man cannot turn down <laughs> sweets. Like, come on, you think that these people are murdering people. And he's like, Peter Brittle. And Dean's like, mm-hmm, yeah, no. <laughs> Fucking hell. Dean, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go back to the motel room. That was Sandra's caught Dean carving wooden steak. Not one shaving made it into that wastebasket. And I'm like, that was Jensen. That was all Jensen, all the way across the board. Just. He's not even like he's not even aiming it into the basket. He's just fucking going away. And oh, I think well, that's in the that. outtakes. But I know Ted and I, whenever we watch that episode, we're always like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> like, nope. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Yeah. And then my thirsting comment was um, furrowed brow and pouty lips. And then he lipped. He does a lip lick. He's got a lip lick. I know there's more, but there was you know it was front and center lip lick. So. I think Sandra's got a secret counting counter somewhere. Of every I time. did that once. Remember, it was a it was a Jensen oh, episode, interview. Yeah. It was oh, a Jensen yeah. interview virtual, and I think yeah. I did a clicker. I had a clicker on my phone, and I think I counted like eighty something. I was like, "That oh is a God. lot." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an anxiety thing, though, isn't it? That's why he does it. Well, I don't so. mind. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just those little. It's those little those um, little ticks. 
Yeah, little the people tits, have. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, Jared tends to be quite big and extravagant in his, but Jensen's just got the um the lip lick. Those lip licks can get extravagant though. There's oh, time yeah. and places for those. Yeah. yeah, he does use those a lot. You know, um Jared, Jared says dumb things that he doesn't mean to be sexual, but the fandom takes them as sexual, and then he's like, oh son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Jensen licks his lips and jacks off microphones. <laughs> we've all got our things, you know, we've all everybody's got their thing i play with my jewelry <laughs> jensen beats up microphones mm. oh, jared sits backwards in chairs i don't know why he does that yeah i, I don't know, know either i, I think know. it's just a comfort thing i think he likes having that maybe he likes having that barrier there you know yeah maybe yeah it maybe could be a thing or he just likes to lean on something you know and he can't do that if he's if he's sitting back. Do you know do you know what I think it is? Do you know what I think it is? Just yeah. absolute off the cuff theory. This the chairs that they sit on on stage have very low backs, don't they? They're like mm-hmm. bar stools. And I would say at least once or twice because he's so big, he's gone to lean back. Oh, maybe forgot, off balance a little bit. And forgot that the back of the chair is so small and just gone, like, just taking the chair over with him. Mm, so now mm-hmm. he's like, we're just not even going to, I'm just going to lean forward. We're yeah. just not even going to, not even going to make that yeah. even a thing. Yeah. I would imagine there's, there's probably quite a lot of things in his life that he has to adjust because things aren't made for someone that tall. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So and then. And also, go ahead. It is, he can hide when he's beating off the mic with anxiety. <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't, but he could. <laughs> uh, so we yeah. are back at the pagan gods. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Pagan gods. Pagan gods oh, yeah, house. shit. Sorry. <laughs> if you haven't seen A Very Supernatural Christmas of Pagan Gods, pagan you know what gods. else it could be with the chairs? Hmm. You know what else it could what? be? I've, I'm thinking about this now. Okay. It's not, it's not uncommon because of the sort of like the adrenaline rush of being on stage and doing things oh. like that it's not uncommon to get aroused um i've been to a lot of concerts i've seen a lot of boners in jeans people and because of the jared wears his jeans maybe it's that maybe okay. he just likes to put maybe he just likes to put a little bit of something in between him and his accidental adrenaline boner Maybe that's why Jensen's always got the microphone right there. <laughs> that's just drawing attention to it. He's like, look at my adrenaline boner, guys. Yeah, maybe. maybe I mean, it's, you know it's in front, so. It could you know. be, though. He's like, he's making motion there. So, yes, yeah. your eye is drawn there, but it's drawn to the motion. Whereas Which, I think if it was, if he, yeah. if he didn't have his hands there, you'd be like, I can see it. So, my Jensen. thing is, too, like, he's... The way that Jensen okay, now we're just totally off topic. But the way that we Jensen will get back sits, to the episode in a minute. The way that Jensen sits with bow legs wide open, man spreading. I would think he would be more apt to turn around the the chair. You know what I mean? Because like it's already like he's already sitting that way. So, but he doesn't. So, but he le- he leans back into the chair a little bit. He doesn't does he? lean back a lot. He does lean back yeah. a lot. Yeah, because he's. Yeah, he does kind of when he gets going. Yeah, he does lean back a lot. Mm-hmm. And think, think, think about it as well. If he had the chair spun round, when he threw his whole body back to laugh, he would throw himself off the chair. He needs the support. He yeah, he needs that little. Because yeah. I bet he throws back and then he like hits the back and he goes, "Oh shit!" And yeah. then like you know, like straighten his back so he doesn't take the chair with him. 
Yeah. Look at us dissecting. We could be body language experts. I am going with Jared sits backwards in chairs to hide his adrenaline boner. Because if you notice, if he's in an armchair, he's always got like, usually he's got either his legs crossed or he's got like an Mm -hmm. ankle on his knee or something. Mm -hmm. He's guarding that part of himself. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you wear your jeans like that. But tape it to your leg, babe. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah, does Jensen just not care? He's just like, here, have at it. Because, I mean, he does. Obviously, it's there. Like, he just, like... Yeah, but Jensen... Then Jensen, like, he, like, um, beats off the microphone, doesn't he? He draws (laughs) your attention in another way. (laughs) It's like he wants you to see it, so I guess. I guess it's just a thing. He's just like... Maybe maybe Jensen doesn't get adrenaline bonus. Maybe he he has, like... Maybe he gets anxiety non-bonus. I don't know. Maybe it's all rushing to his lips. (laughs) It's just all there, the lip licking. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just being thirsty about Jared and just being like, mm, yes, he's definitely hiding his dick. Oh, gosh. I can't. Other than him accidentally tipping himself backwards off one of those chairs a couple of times and going, nope. I can't think yeah. of any other reason why he would sit like that. Because I've seen him sitting. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he can sit. I've seen it. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. He does cross his legs a lot. And Jensen just only- can't. <laughs> Jensen will Jensen do that can't cross his legs. <laughs> You'd have to like, like, get like a fucking, um, oh, like, you know, like oh, I those... saw him do it in one, one photo shoot, but his legs don't like that, that man about town one where he's sitting in that chair and he just looks so amazing. Cross his legs, but they just don't, it just doesn't look right. Like it just doesn't look like, it looks like he's trying really hard. I'm sure he can. I'm sorry, Jensen. <laughs> I'm sure you could cross your legs, but it just looks like it's a little more of a, an issue. You'll have to. You no, will I know have it's to send not. me. You will have to send me that photo because I'm just thinking. I've seen Jared do like um, Zoom interviews and stuff, and obviously he's only seen from the waist up. But you never see him like rearranging his legs, so I have to assume he's just sat naturally mm-hmm. in those. And knowing Jared when he's doing those interviews, especially from home, he's mm-hmm. probably only wearing a pair of shorts anyway because mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to acknowledge winter ever. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with adrenaline boner. Okay, I think I found with. it. I'm gonna I don't know if you can open this here. I'm gonna see. I'm sending it to you. Why are you sending it to me? I'm sending it to you on Twitter. But it's a Pinterest thing that I, I didn't feel like figuring out how to do it. So hopefully you can open it. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I can I can do that. But it's it's one of the rare um sitting Jensen, down ones. Yeah, Jensen cross legged thing that I've Scene. Oh wow, those thighs have never they've never <laughs> even made each other, have they? Jesus. That is a great picture, I will say. That is a fucking mm-hmm. great picture. His eyes look incredible, but mm-hmm. yep, those thighs have oh bless him. Yeah, no, it's a great picture, but it's like I yeah, he doesn't, I don't think he does it often. That's no. a great picture. That's such a good picture. Look at those hands. Oh my god, we've had a discussion. Okay, we got <laughs> so anyway, back at the pagan gods. <laughs> It's breaking, breaking and entering time. It's breaking and entering time. It is. It is. And so I think it was, was it, was it Dean that picked the lock? I think Dean picked yeah. the lock that time. Dean picked so, the lock. Yeah. I just mentioned plastic covered furniture um, because this was a thing in a lot of Italian homes for me growing up, not ours, but yeah, it's just very much like you didn't want to mess. They didn't want the furniture messed up. So you would just sit, it'd be squeaky it'd be if it was hot it was oh, not pleasant stick. he would stick to it um 
But yeah, just Why? very like, I, I, they didn't want to mess up the couch. You didn't want to get anything on the couch. It cost a lot of money. You didn't want to get anything on the couch. So it was covered. I just, lots of houses did that. It was just a thing. You'd have the room, you'd have the candy dish with the candy nobody wanted to eat. <laughs> just remember that. Very <laughs> the candy has been there for like, since yeah. your mom was a baby. And you're Cough like, drops, um, oh. like needles from somebody stitching something, <laughs> a thimble, <laughs> just random stuff in there. Nail clippers. It was not, it was never oh, a fun, never a fun candy dish to do oh, when you, no. yeah, some candy dishes you just never wanted to open because you're like, mm, what do you got in here? So Ick. yeah. That was like the junk drawer, I think, for a lot of Italian households <laughs> is the candy dish. Um, the candy dish. Yeah, oh. but I just I just saw that and I just thought about yeah, the um you've got very tense in the basement, great music. And yeah, I was just like yeah. it's very creepy reminder of the horror bent the show had in the early seasons, which I do think they they really did lose. Um oh, yeah. Maybe like really uh, Maybe right after Kripke, really. I think maybe like even by season six, I just didn't feel as creepy. Mm. You know, yeah, no, they definitely they leaned in to the horror and, and the jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um the just the the sort of casual, you know, Sam just looking at all like the organs and the bones and stuff <laughs> and the bloody the bloody your second saw. shirt. I just went straight to your hate Sam second shirt too, Christ. Oh, that fucking shit. <laughs> Look, we're not out of the basement. Well, he's wearing the shit in the basement, but I didn't I didn't write yeah. out until mm-hmm. they're both caught. So mm-hmm. great musical lead up to the jump scare in the basement. Yeah. Really good. And I don't tend to pay that much attention to the background music of Supernatural, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh no, this is it's good. It's good. Because yeah. it kept like building a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, is it now? And then it had like plateau and then a little bit more yeah really really good build up yeah jump scare for the the body moving in the bag mm-hmm. and then obviously then we get to the torture when they get, when they get <laughs> caught Dean gets absolutely fucking KO'd and Sam's being throttled by you know like my nan <laughs> my nan looked nothing like that but she's just like a little old lady she's a little old lady and then she's like mm, fine um and then yeah it's oh that fucking shirt when they're tied up in the chairs oh fucking shit it's horrible that shirt who dressed him <laughs> and that is exactly what my note says hey sam's second shirt too christ who dressed him oh, so gosh. sam just just got cringe at the torture and it's i thought it was quite an overreaction for both of the boys they get their arms cut to draw the blood and they're like oh and like really hamming it up. And I'm like, you do this every day of your fucking lives. Yeah, no, not that part for me. For me, it was a nail pulling. That's oh, no, why the torture that. for it. That was, that was, that's, that's a just a, I just don't like that. I don't know a lot of people that do when they watch that kind of stuff, but. Oh, no. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. But I just, it like, it didn't, it didn't make me cringe, but it did make me go like, why are they why are they leaning into that so much? And I could only assume that it was maybe meant to convey that because the couple were mad, they were being, you know, a little more forceful than one might need to be. Because mm-hmm. it were like you and they don't the bat first... an eyelid. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think though. Is this the first time they dealt with a god? I'm wondering if that has something to do with I think it, it too. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, to try and imply how strong they are. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it was just they just his feet. We know how strong they are. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Dean's, you know, Dean's sarcasm. Oh, you don't have any more meadow sweet. What a shame. Well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I really, I loved, I loved that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, the nail pulling scene is horrific. I hate that. 
Yeah. The joy, the, they both do a bitch face, which is quite rare. You don't see Dean do bitch face that mm. often, mm-hmm. but they do both have a bitch face. Mm-hmm. And I've got the cardigans. Oh God, those cardigans. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I know they've ugly sweaters are just a thing now, but I remember like. But they weren't meant to be ugly. They would like no, people there thought was they a, looked good. There was a. I remember a time like QVC. I don't know. Do you get like Home Shopping Network and yeah. stuff over there? But there was like I can't remember the name of this one particular person, but she was like all about those sweaters, and they would just like they were a thing, and they were like just the gaudier the better, and oh, hideous leaned into it hideous, full, hideous. and yeah, I would hideous. just. He's got like let it snow on something, and she's yeah, just and a it's whole all bunch little happening. Little, and she's got the little flashing brooch thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, since it is nearly Christmas, a time of recording it is still November, but um, yeah, it is nearly Christmas. I'll be able to pull out my supernatural Christmas shirt because I have a I have a shirt with them. Um, it's like Sam, Dean, Cass, and Bobby, uh-huh. and they're like little chibi forms, and they've got like Santa hats, and I think Sam oh, nice. got like some. Uh, antlers on and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just a little, little with like snow and so it was cute. Aww. So I'll, I'll pull that out because that's but nothing like that's... those cardigans. Yeah. Oh god, no. My my husband would wear those. He has like it, oh, looking at it now because it's hung up. He has like a blue Christmas sweater with like Santa like like with his knuckles out, like he was huh? gonna fist bump you, but both and it says like Xmas forever <laughs> on his knuckles. Oh, it's hideous. I hate it. I hate it. It's got like. It's got a like pom pom on the Santa hat and everything. Aww. My concession to Christmas wear is I have various Christmas band tees. So okay. I have like a I have an Iron Maiden one. I have a Game of uh, not Game of Thrones one. I have a Guns N' Roses one. Okay. And I have a Supernatural one. And I have a like a Christmas sweater that says like Oh dear mm-hmm. on it, but it's just it's just black with like mm-hmm. a deer on it with a big red nose. So okay. Nice. That's my concession to Christmas apparel. Okay. I don't have anything Christmassy at all that I can think of. I think Ted got a Chewbacca Christmas t-shirt one year that he really likes that somebody gave him. So he wears that a lot. So that's cute. I like Um, the Christmas sweaters I put in my fic though. mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I I was Googling them and I found a a Led Zeppelin one Uh that I I made Dean wear that Uh I really liked and gave Sam the uh, Game of Thrones one. Yeah. So both both little nods to the show because we know that Dean likes Led Zepp and um, Sam, Sam likes Game of Thrones. Sorry, my brain completely spacing because I was thinking about a different con clip I'd seen recently. Uh, what have I got here? So sarcastic Dean, yeah, with the whole oh you don't have any meadow sweet. I've got the nail scene, but I'm really, I'm really into the way Jared plays Sam in pain. And I don't know what that says about me, but I'm really I like the way he like throws his head back. Uh-huh. And it makes like all like all you know like tense his they, throat. If somebody could gift that and it would be a totally different thing. So yes, I can I could I could see that. that yeah, part. exactly. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's an acting choice on Jared's part, but I'm really fucking into it. So I think the problem is I don't ever watch that scene. I'm like not looking because I don't want to see like Oh it's, no, you should. You no, should. But I, I can't because between the sound and like I just we'll end up it. not watching it. <laughs> well no, you're gonna have to mute it. No, you can't, because he starts he starts like raw is the only word for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As it's as it's happening. Mm-hmm. You just you might just have to like grit your teeth to get through it because oh the payoff is so worth it. Like he's a little bit sweaty. Mm-hmm. And he like really throws his head back. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because when I'm in pain. 
and I think a lot of people do this, you tend to curl inwards when you're in pain. I think Jared just wanted to hit Jensen on the back of that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a consistent choice that Jared makes yeah. all mm-hmm. the way through. You ever see Sam get hurt and he'll throw his head back. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't... I've seen other actors do that too. So I think it's just a thing. Some actors, yeah, they, they'll choose to to do that that way with pain, presenting it or exploring it or, yeah, showing it. I've seen that before a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I just... I'm really into it and I'm just not going to delve into what that might say about me because I am really really into Sam's pain face (laughs) I just like it anyway moving on I want to know if they had a plan beyond holding the doors because they both went to separate doors so they weren't together what was the plan lads yeah they had time if they got themselves out of the ropes and stuff like they had time to chat about it like you know what were they doing? And yeah, then like were, Dean, Dean with that little drawer, like open up the drawer. I'm like, like that's gonna. <laughs> that's yeah, gonna like stop. what now? I just sometimes, sometimes the weird shit that they do, and I'm like, I can see how you've come to that conclusion. It's wrong, but I can see how you got that. But this one, I was like, lads, what was what was the plan here? The stakes were in the basement, and you were separated. What was what were you thinking was going to happen here? Oh my god! Of course, the magic of television, it all works out. Dean holds the door with the drawer. <laughs> they go and move the cabinet, and then they're like, oh no, we have no stakes. What's conveniently placed Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. An evergreen Christmas tree that they need. So yeah. Yeah, I um, like that tree. I was really sad when they pulled it down, so I thought it was really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, Madge liked it too, and she was very upset. She loved that tree. Um, she did. She loved that tree. <laughs> she loved that tree. Good, good riddance to Madge. Yeah, and um, I just wrote that the boys really do need to bungee their weapons to their oh bodies. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. They should also have hula hoops filled with salt. I've got grunting Sam. So Sam took Sam took out Madge, didn't he? Yeah. And he's he's grunting while he's mm-hmm. doing it. And it's it's nice. It's nice. We're not gonna yeah. delve any further into that. It's nice. <laughs> like your acting choices there, but I like you like him. Keep it going, man. Um what I think um, Sam says something to Dean about Merry Christmas or something when they're both dead. Mm. I can't remember what the actual line is, but I I wrote down sometimes it's hard to tell if it's an actual written line for Sam or Dean or if it's just J2 improvising because it was I was like, oh god, you remember that really like CIA knockoff bit they did in changing channels? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it reminded me of that. It was like. It felt like, like they a, did it a couple of times, maybe like they, yeah. they did that scene a couple of times and like came like, up with different stuff. Like it was a bit, you know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't, it wasn't like something you would say to your brother after you both murdered pagan <laughs> gods with bits of Christmas tree. <laughs> but it was. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's hard. Like the whole, um, when Sam's doing the trials and he comes out and his hair's a little floofy and it's Jensen <laughs> that goes five minutes with some clippers. With the clippers. <laughs> And it's it is Jensen. It's not a line that's written for Dean. It's a hundred percent Jensen. So, you know, sometimes sometimes it's hard to tell. There's a little it gems. Yeah. 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 And then we then we go flashback. Dean mm-hmm. steals the presents. Yeah. And I don't I don't I really don't like that scene. Um, because Dean's just trying. He's trying so hard. He's trying really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I love. I love the the gift of this amulet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Sam being like, "God, oh, Dad wasn't here. You were. Mm-hmm. I want you to have it." And I'm like, "Oh, baby, yeah, nothing." Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a sweet. That's, that's 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 really a sweet part of that. Um, yeah. And I think didn't they mention? Because I remember seeing something. It was back in season one, and I think Kripke, Jared and Jensen, and some other creators of the show were in front of a panel, and someone had asked about that necklace way back in season one, uh, like one of the audience members, and Kripke was like, "It's you know, interesting." interesting that you caught that. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's going to be a thing, but we can't really like talk about it right now. And that was like all the way back from season one. So I almost wonder too, what came first? Like, did, was that just a thing? And then Kripke's like, well, we're going to have to use that now. We got to find a way to use that. Or was there always a purpose for that particular necklace? Like, I know that it was picked Mm. for however it looked aesthetically, but like, was it, this is almost like a talisman or something that we're going to I probably think, use at some point. I think because Jensen, it was Jensen's, I'm pretty sure it was Jensen's idea to, to like, put jewelry on Dean mm-hmm. and yeah. be like, oh, he'd have these talismans, he'd have mm-hmm. these things. Um, and then all we ended up with, like, he had other things, but we ended up with the Samulet and the, mm-hmm. the beer opening ring. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I think it might have been like an idea. I mean, you know, maybe maybe it started out as like a a talisman, mm-hmm. and then they'd gone, "Hey, what? Wouldn't it be? You know, what if Sam had given it to Dean? Yeah, instead of John. You know, it could yeah. it could have it could have evolved organically. It's just nice that I think we experience this too. Like when we write, like you write something, but then you go back to it and you explore it, and you're like, well, this could actually be something, or you know, let's. Let's mm-hmm. expound on this more. And it's nice to that see kept... that from creators and writers too, like of shows oh, yeah. like that. That kept happening to me in the, in my current work in progress. The ring that I was writing about, mm-hmm. both of my characters were like, it could, it's an engagement ring. It's an engagement ring. And I was fighting them so hard. I was like, she did not pick out her own fucking engagement ring. You stop that right now. But it wouldn't. Like they were both really fighting me because I kept... You know, like sometimes you just start writing and you're like, well, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Sam had been like, really, like, she picked this ring and he'd, got, he'd gone and bought it for her as a birthday present. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it fit and everything, it didn't need adjusting. So I know myself, I'd be like, oh no, I'll wear it now. Mm-hmm. But then like Sam's the one that's insistent and going, nope, we're going to box it, we're going to wrap it up. And she's like, but I want it now. Mm-hmm. And like, like my my writing brain just kept going and Sam's keeping hold of the bag. He won't let her have the bag and he tucks the Mm -hmm. bag in the car door Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, this is not a fucking engagement ring. You stop this right now. So I ended up, it's in the bit that you haven't read, but I ended up having my reader like, like make a little quip at Sam about, oh, has he made her pick her own engagement ring out because he's being so shady about it. And Sam just like flip her off with his wedding ring, Mm -hmm. you know, to Mm -hmm. like, they're really they're actually already married mm-hmm. you know and it's just mm-hmm. it's just a thing and i i heard nowhere else i was gonna go with this fucking <laughs> ring but it was adamant it was gonna be something and i'm like why have you done this please stop so yeah sometimes sometimes you just throw a detail out there and then the 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 writing gods the creative gods go no that's a big deal now just like chuck did just like chuck made it a big deal yeah yeah yep. i didn't want it to be a big deal stop mm-hmm. that <laughs> So, and then we go we go back for the final scene, which is the mm-hmm. motel room. So mm-hmm. Sandra's put, is it confirmed that Jared spiked the eggnog? Yes, it is. Okay. Confirmed. I thought it was. Okay. Um, so 
Jensen comes in the motel and it's all it's all twinkly and decorated and he's like, what? What is this? And Sam's like, oh, Merry Christmas. Uh, and hands him a glass of eggnog and Jensen is like, no, oh, fucking <laughs> all right. And yeah, it, it is confirmed that um, okay. Jared did actually spike the eggnog. And I think watching that scene, it's way, especially that particular scene when he hands in the glass, it's Jared, not Sam. Yeah. That's Jared pranking his friend yeah not sam giving his brother so now and i wrote down i think jared might be a little bit wasted <laughs> maybe jared's <laughs> drinking some eggnog as well but can i just ask because it's it's not a thing that we have over here the fuck is eggnog because i can't think of anything worse than drinking eggs what it's, is it it's um it's cream with egg in it yeah it's it's like um like a it's whole a blended, egg, or just like it's it's egg a blend. I think it's a whole egg. I don't like it. I'm sure the egg, like the eggnog. I think that you like that you make. You can make homemade and stuff, but I I think the eggnog because my my husband really likes it, and he'll like buy he'll buy it at the store and stuff. So I'm not sure how much like raw egg is in that. You know what I mean? Like because it's just it's to me it just doesn't seem like a safe thing to drink. But yes, it's it's got egg cream. Um, and then I think a lot of alcohol. I like again, it's it wasn't an Italian thing, so I never had it growing up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's got egg in it. I wish yeah. you could see my face. Yeah, I wish you- I don't y'all, know how y'all... much egg white, egg yolk, like that part. I don't know. You'd actually have to look up a recipe for it, but yeah, it's supposed to have egg, it's supposed to have egg in it, but it's not y'all safe to me. Banned kinder eggs the little chocolate eggs with the little toys inside which i'm imagining you've probably never seen one because they are banned in the uk in no the i know what you're talking about yeah and the little the little toy is comes in enclosed in a little capsule so there's no way you could eat any of the small parts or anything mm-hmm. you all banned that because it was dangerous and you're out here drinking fucking salmonella soup well i'm not i don't because i know <laughs> you personally you. are not that's yeah. just salmonella in a glass. Oh, eggs, milk, Ooh. cream, spices like nutmeg and vanilla, and fortified with rum, whiskey, and or brandy. Oh, so maybe sad. the alcohol is supposed to counter <laughs> anything. It'll just oh, kill all the all no. the all the stuff that you eat. No, yeah, I don't, I don't like, like it. I, I've never I've never liked it. Oh. But yeah, so it is legit. <laughs> Charles like it's egg of- yolks. It's egg yolks, Carly. Egg Some yolks. people just do egg yolks. Yeah. That's still disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Fuck Nope. Nope. Don't like that at all. But yes, the scene, it it is a legitimate reaction. And I do I think I do think that it, for that particular scene, maybe they made Jared sober up a little bit when they move to the couch and they're exchanging gifts. But for that scene, it, for me, it's drunk Jared pranking his buddy, not mm-hmm. Sam, you know, earnestly giving his brother a drink and asking genuinely if he needs vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, My husband oh, and I love God, that scene. Like, we, 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 like, just wait for it. Just, like, yeah. you know, just for that reaction. It's, again, those are, like, little traditions, I think, that we make now. It's, like, you know, we'll watch that episode on Christmas, Christmas Eve mm. or Christmas Day. And um, I might make my husband watch it again on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, like maybe we're watching it. Die hard. Nicely. We do die hard too. We do oh, die hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then so the gift I, exchange. I've really got cute. just just before I get to the gift oh, exchange, I hate shirt go. three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> shirt three. I hate it. But it's, it's the least it's, bad. 
Easy it's the right. least bad. Okay. Yeah, it's the um, it's like the white slash cream shirt with the flowers on it. He mm-hmm. wears it. He's wearing it. Um, he wears that a lot. I feel in the in early season seasons three, too. He's he's wearing it in season four when Dean comes back mm. as well. Okay, he's wearing okay. it. He, he wears it a lot in the early seasons, and I don't like it. But it is the least bad of all the shirts that they dressed him in this episode. But it's logical, and, right? Like they, I mean, and I think they do that with Dean too a lot in the earlier episodes. I think it might be meant to be a good shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and you wear, or they only have so many shirts, right? So you're going to see stuff again. It's not like in a male model mode and like the fed suits and stuff as you get into later episodes. And it's like, damn, who tailored your suits, guys? Because it's like those things yeah, are not, damn. you don't, you know, you would not get that, you know, just off the rack like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's questionable, maybe we should do an episode about that. There's some seasons where I'm just like the choices, you? the choices <laughs> are choices, really guys. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Who dressed you? Yeah. No, no, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And then we've both got, you've got the, the gift exchange skin mags and shaving cream. <laughs> and then fuel for me fuel and fuel, fuel, for, fuel my for my baby. And Sam's, Sam's trying so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. just makes me sad. Yeah. He's trying so hard and it makes me sad. And then I think that's one of the only the only times I can pinpoint that Dean calls Sam bro. Mm-hmm. Like he says like my little brother mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's the only like and it it's like forced casual, isn't it? It's like, oh thanks, yeah. bro. Like he like tries to throw it out like, like they said all the time, and we're like, nope. Yeah, yeah. It would have been more authentic if he'd have said, thanks, Sammy. Mm-hmm. That would have rung more true. But it was sweet. It yeah. was sweet. And we've yeah. both got, when the, the camera pulls back and you see them through the window with the lights, mm-hmm. Sandra's got, you know, the snow and things like that. And I think the lights, they must be like out, outside Christmas lights or whatever, just reflecting off baby. And it's so nice. Yeah, I see. And I think I wrote, yeah, I wrote seeing baby outside, sharing Christmas with them. Sharing like Christmas. it's like a part of a part of that family, you know, even in some way. Like that's that's a good Christmas for them. You know, like having yeah. baby nearby, I feel is their home is there, you know? Yeah. Like where where baby's at too. So I think even that's and that pro- that probably thing. that probably plays in with the lights as well. Like she's decorated for Christmas too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. It's very and then, cute. One last thing that I I had noticed, they're both bandaged up, mm-hmm. and Sam's got like it down to a, a plaster on Sam's finger, and you very rarely see that. Mm-hmm. You very rarely see them deal with the injuries, and I thought it was probably a nod to them like making nice for Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're not just we're not just gonna sit here with like bloody wounds yeah. on our hands. We're gonna bandage them up and you know not not think about it. Yeah. And I. I've noticed the bandages on Sam's arms before, but I've never noticed the plaster mm. until this one last watch. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah, I noticed the um, I noticed the bruise on on Dean, and I don't yeah. I don't know if I always I always notice that, but I noticed that, and um, yeah, I noticed that they brought back the snow too. Like the whole thing about the pagan gods was the rituals they were doing the was making weather. it very mild weather. So I was like, I actually caught that this time. I'm like, oh, that's why it's snowing. <laughs> they brought yeah. back the snow. Like, okay. So it's kind of like they're making their own Christmas, right? Like they, they, they're they putting yeah. it all together for themselves and they're there for each other and doing this, doing this thing. That's. Yeah. And the little, really sweet. the little Christmas tree in the paint pot. <laughs> yeah. 
And the car fresheners, yeah, that these yeah. guys like as, as it's there, it's all it's all just really cute stuff. Um, it's super super cute, and like again, Sam's trying so hard, and he's like, "You want to watch the game?" Which I have to ask: Is there a football game on Christmas Day? I know you have, I know you have one on Thanksgiving. I know there's like a huge thing that there's mm, a football game in the afternoon. I don't. I'm the wrong person to ask. There probably text Ted immediately. Is. <laughs> he's probably asleep um but i don't know i i can't i can't say for sure there could be maybe there could be a college game or something like that. maybe that kind of stuff because i know they do like rose bowl stuff but that's or is it more hmm. likely to be like maybe like a replay of the the thanksgiving game or something because mm. i don't see i don't you couldn't pay me enough to play football on christmas day yeah. when i could be with my family so maybe no, it's like a no. like a a, a a rerun or a I'm typing like a highlights match or something football on Christmas Day. Let's see. Our pampered princes football players would not. So this play is for the first time. Three Christmas Day games are scheduled in 2022. Um, oh my god! Really? There will have been 27 Christmas days, Christmas Day games in the NFL's history, all broadcast nationally. So 2004 to 2006, 2016 to 2017. And 2021. So maybe it was like a, maybe a college, maybe college football. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. College football on Christmas Day. Yeah, it looks like, I just looked, yeah, it looks like like last year there was. So they they definitely have college, college games. So that's probably it. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's doing that? Somebody is. (laughs) Ted does. Oh, yeah. uh but yeah so no we don't have spa on christmas day we thought this was going to be like very quick and this was like this was <laughs> a very long. in-depth episode i think we went well over an hour maybe an hour and a half about merry christmas, christmas. Merry christmas. So, <laughs> it's our gift to you we talked yeah. for longer than usual no we that's not for true longer than expected um, we talked for a long time anyway <laughs> but no this was good i mean i think it's and again they don't they don't do a lot of holiday episodes on supernatural you know for being a horror show they don't even i really feel do they don't really need to do a lot of like halloween episodes but they've only done a couple a handful they had that one in season four yeah the, it's the great pumpkin yeah sam winchester that um, yeah and then but, they did yeah. mint condition in season 14 which is one of my favorites where it was like on halloween um but yeah they don't do a lot it's of not the, it's not the one with the it's not the one with the mannequin yeah 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 yeah. that's one of my favorites i just because i just love again i I love nerdy dean i I love seeing happy dean it's like you get that it's just like yes give me all that and um yeah last holiday that they did in season 15 where they just kind of crammed everything together in a montage and i was like no i want to live in those spaces with them give me that give me 10 15 minutes of them enjoying the holidays but you know they they did it quick so yeah, yeah it's um See we- it's, it's nice though it's, it's a nice. it's a nice episode and like i said even though you can see sam's trying so fucking hard at the end to hold it together it's nice yeah i like it yeah i like it and so. then we do we do get a, a second jensen grimace as well when he takes a second sip <laughs> yes and he's like, fuck it all right yes 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 yeah, yeah i have to okay. wonder if because sam hands dean the bottle of i don't know if it's probably rum and it's like a good like two-thirds empty and i wonder if i wonder how full the bottle was when they brought it to set oh god 
I don't know. That we yeah. won't know. That we won't know. No, and you can't fucking ask them because they won't bastard remember. Yeah. How dare they not remember the last <laughs> 17 years of their life in intricate detail. Required detail, motherfuckers. Detail. No. Uh, it's it's a lovely episode though. Yeah. So I suppose um we should probably wrap up because we've been we should. for a while. So from us here at the Idling in the Impala podcast to all of you guys out there, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy holidays whatever you celebrate this holiday season and if you don't celebrate anything in the holidays then um happy sunday this episode (laughs) isn't going out on sunday but that's when the holiday would be you know happy third week of december i suppose yeah just try to have just try to have i guess happy times during the during the holiday if you if you if you can like just yeah so um as always links will be in the description to our socials and things like that sandra's book is out so if you haven't bought it already what are you doing this is gonna be this is gonna be the release day this will be a release day this is the release day yes i knew that (laughs) 1220 it is it is. It's it, Sandra's book is out today, people. You so if still you haven't have already to... pre-ordered it, you can get it because it's just going to yes. be there, ready and waiting for you it's to just be there read right now, right and now. hopefully listen to too if you choose by that point too. We're yes, saying, at time of I'm... recording, I'm up to narrating, getting ready to narrate chapter ten. So of yeah, about many, halfway. Um, it's nineteen, including an epilogue. So. Oh, yeah, I'm halfway. I'm halfway. Then. I'm literally halfway. I was looking at my pages and I'm like, oh, I've hit the halfway mark. So Woo. Yeah. yeah. Hype, hype, hype. You've still got time to buy it for everybody that you know before Christmas or Hanukkah. I think yeah. Hanukkah goes on all it's week. It's great. It'll it? just yeah, it'll, and it'll just go straight. Like if it's ebook, hey, it's right there. You don't have to worry about wrapping it. It's yeah, just exactly it's, 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 it's just, a gift. It's a gift. Just right, right there. there. So yeah. again, from all of us to all of you, happy holidays however you choose to celebrate them and if your celebration is sitting at home not watching any christmas movies you have a great fucking time doing that as well mm-hmm. links in the description for the socials links in the description for sandra's book it's out buy it now we'll we'll know if you don't we'll come and find you mm-hmm. oh, yeah God, that's not the best way to market <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way to market threaten people no i'm kidding but sandra's book is out you know go check oh, it out gosh. pick up the yeah. ebook give it a listen honorable whatever yeah. i don't think we have anything else to plug so no yeah no thanks for listening as thank always thank you we will see you next week when it will be our birthday it won't even be our birthday it'll be the day before but that's irrelevant it will be our birthday week we're pampered royalty and we want a full week of birthday so we will see you then take care guys bye bye